CRT shot. <clears throat> yep, the volume's working. Um, oh, be- before we jump into it, thank you uh, for the subs. We had Maldor, Orin, and Salty Walters with subs in the intro. We did kill Ghost. Um, he's no longer with us. Uh, so you're saying that Ghost is a ghost? Ghost is ghost. ghostified. Indeed. Oh, I need to turn off the uh, Roma key on uh, Strike. You do not have a green screen. You do have a green chair behind you. I do. But it's, looks kind of, <laughs> it looks kind of creepy. <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way it's set up. As um, it moves, it ghost, gives you that outline. Ghost has sick kids right now um, with things coming out of orifices. Uh, and so he wasn't able to make it tonight. Um, but anyway, on that note, welcome to the LDS gamers podcast. This is episode 26. I believe, uh, it is the episode for August of 2020. Um, we are going to be going over, uh, you know, what, what we've been playing this month. Um, new games that have come out, any, you know, gaming news, uh, Feel free to disagree with us in the chat. Let us know how you feel as we go along. Um, Please do. And so for today, uh, I am unfortunately hosting. I'm Martin Luther Bling. I'm joined by Vader Van Oden. Hello. And then as our special guest for today, we've got Ice Strike 256. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Um... so let's start off uh just kind of chatting about stuff we've been playing. Um Vader, you want to start off? What have you been up to? Um I can't remember how long it's been since we it's <laughs> last been, talked. It's been about a month. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. It's not too bad. Um continuing my Ghost of Tsushima playthrough. It's a very good game. Uh I really like it. Uh but mortal, I'm a, as everyone, people know me, know I love the Souls series, and a recent Souls-like came out, uh, Mortal Shell. It is wearing its inspiration on its sleeve. It's very clearly trying to take uh, inspiration from Dark Souls, uh, quite literally. And, yeah, it's a Souls clone. Uh, it's, it's not bad. It's probably one of the better combat-feeling Souls games, in my opinion. But it... It was very short. It was a, it's uh, about a half price from normal retail release game. So it's it's good they didn't try and ch- charge full price for it because that would have sucked. But it was only probably maybe eight hours of gameplay. Maybe. Um, some AAA games try and pull that off <laughs> on full price release. But yeah, so it was only half price. It was, it was okay. It was a bit janky in places. I got kind of real angry at it at first. Cause it just didn't feel very, I felt like it wasn't like, and it was wasting my time. Like there was like two hours of gameplay at one point I played and made no progress because there's no like level, level leveling up system. Like in mm. dark souls, there's only abilities and the abilities don't really strengthen you. And mm. so, but once I kind of got through that hump and kind of found the groove of the game, I did get into it and push through pretty quick. Um, be a mortal shell. Anyone who likes souls games is trying to scratch that itch. It's probably worth giving it a go. Uh, it's not as good, but it, it, it's heading in the right direction. So it's a new studio. I'd like to see what they do next. Um, that's Mortal Shell. 
Um, I tried Rocket Arena. It's not very good. I don't know who anyone likes. <laughs> I added it I like to it. my library. Uh, I haven't played I it. I like that game back at E3. It was fun. It's it's fun and it's okay when I'm playing like just me versus my son with some bots. It's not bad, but just go on online, man. It's just you get just wrecked way too easy. <laughs> it, it's it's a weird one because it looks kind of like an Overwatch kind of third but third person, but it's more played like a um a battle royale. So it's kind of like a shooter battle royale. Hmm. It's like uh, kind of, it was like Smash a little bit too. Yeah, just yeah exactly. Out of the arena. Yeah, you're trying to get you're getting not you're trying not to get knocked out of the arena. Mm-hmm. You're trying to knock the opponent out of the arena. Yep. So it's kind of like the Brohalla kind of style Smash Bros, where you kind of building up a meter, and and once that's full, you can knock out the enemy and is it, just send is it flying. Like a shooter though. Yeah, it's, yeah. but it's you're, you're with with rockets. So you're shooting rockets, rockets. and like. Forcing people to rocket jump off the platform, kind of. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's got the same things like Brohalla. <laughs> yeah, smash. Yeah, exactly. And three D, not not just a side on yeah. view. So it's the concept's kind of cool. I just I don't know. I think there's some um, clearly more powerful characters. How much does it cost? Oh, it was dirt cheap here in New Zealand. Like, it was thirteen dollars. They dropped it so, down to like three dollars already. Wow. Yeah. Well. Like it did not get a player base. No, yeah. it did not. I I have uh, it included in my Origin subscription, but I haven't bothered uh, to go. download it. See, that's what's <laughs> interesting. Uh, that game was actually originally uh, uh, going to be published by Nexon, but hmm. um, over the last year, it got switched over to EA. Okay. Yeah, it's it's got your classic kind of real like stereotype characters there's like an amazon lady there's like a shiny guy with a, a rocket pack suit uh he's a pirate like it's it's real like, oh, vader obvious. your battery's low oh, no. i see a flashing battery thing and that sucks. I, I swear i switched the battery <laughs> oh before it dies i've got another one charging so. <laughs> all right um i just switched just before we started so sorry at least the mic shouldn't die right no, the mic, mic won't. You'll separate, turn into a logo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like it. Um, it's probably better that way anyway. <laughs> it, it looks um, nice. Until it dies, it, it looks good. Good. Um, so what else I've been doing? Um, a bit of Four Guys. Not much really talked about it. I think everybody in the world's been playing that at the moment, so nothing to report. It's goofy. It's a bit of a laugh. <laughs> Um, the other big thing is since I last recorded, I may have recorded it last time, I mentioned it last time, um, I built a robot suit for a short film I was helping out with. So I got to be a robot for a couple of days and get beat up. Um, was that fun. picture was that you posted? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Um, I was hoping, I don't think I can post pictures in the chat, but yeah, um, it was pretty fun. Um, my brother, my older brother was like a monster that I was, I was, combative with during the film and so we got a wrestle and, and tussle a few times he enjoyed hitting me in the head a, a bunch and i enjoyed tackling him <laughs> uh but yeah i i've been getting up to a lot more of just creative random stuff with with some friends which has been a lot of fun it's good to do other things other than gaming from time to time every so often yes occasionally nice that's awesome <laughs> all right ghost hasn't been playing four guys <laughs> you did that, you like did that one much. time you did that one time <laughs> he he played one round and got owned 
<laughs> exactly. <It's colorful. laughs> um, you guys should go check out the LDS Gamers YouTube channel to figure out what uh, we're talking about. Um, Ghost has a new series uh, called Ghost Grades Games or Pending Potential Title Changes. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, that was the first episode was Fall Guys, and it's pretty hilarious. So you should go check that out. Um, I Strike. 10 out of 10. Would watch uh, again. <laughs> uh, I Strike. You want to take just a couple minutes to kind of introduce yourself and your channel and then talk about what, what you've been up to recently? Uh, yeah. So basically, I'm Ice Strike 256 is the Twitch channel name. I run a gaming website called GameTyrant.com and also a YouTube channel called Arcades Games. So basically, all over the place when it comes to the gaming field, <laughs> but, uh, been at this going on uh, six years this December. Uh, was going for another degree in college, decided I didn't want to anymore, and uh, started recording videos, and it just kind of stuck and ended up jumping into a career here. So it's been uh, interesting times, <laughs> to say the least. So Definitely. Um, so a lot of game journalism, get to talk to a lot of companies. Um, been to E3 a couple times now, which was pretty freaking cool. It was after they opened it to the public, though, so it felt a little less special. (laughs) Nah, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, it was um, interesting times. It's cool uh, seeing what some people are working on. Yeah. Stuff like that, but... um, Honestly, it's just uh, kind of the daily business now. It's just uh, write some articles, work on YouTube videos, uh, stream on occasion, get raided by Ghost, and make me cry in the corner. That's... uh, all par for uh, the course. Yeah, it's a, it's a typical week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was um, fun. That was fun. That was that was really fun. I've been lurking in the LDS gamers for like two years. I pop in, watch the conversations. Didn't really partake in them too much, but it's been fun. Yeah, I'm trying to do more so now. Cool. Well, we're we're glad to have you on the podcast and. Uh, have a have a legit uh, games journalist with us to call us out on all our bad takes. Ah, uh, no, there's no such thing as a bad take. There's called having a personal preference. That's all there is to. <laughs> See, Vader likes, Vader likes Soulsborns. I don't care for him personally. Does that make either one of us right? Heck no. That makes me more right though. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> nice. Um, but anyway, uh. Right now, just lots of uh, testing. Um, it's uh, the tail end of the year, so starting around August through December, a lot of companies are reaching out to gaming websites, uh, content creators trying to get their stuff showcased on channels and stuff. So very busy time of the year, so you end up getting things like uh, new gaming mice to check out. Oh, yeah. Which is those, interesting. Those, I've heard good things about those mice as long as you don't have, uh, what is it, trypophobia? fear of holes it's actually a really like it's super light i didn't think i would like it but i I was playing halo yesterday and it's like i really love using it i just suck at mouse and keyboard (laughs) yeah halo halo's got a pretty strong aim assist i think it's a lot of people think it's easier to play with a controller oh it's far easier to play with controller. i do better with an n64 controller than do a mouse and keyboard on that game <laughs> yeah so for I, like halfway through, what, what was it a couple through, weeks like ago during that raid you were doing your uh n64 <laughs> controller 
Halo. Yeah, it's called the. Uh, sometimes I just like doing gimmicky things. So yeah, I hooked a N64 controller up to the PC, streamed it through the Xbox app to the Xbox One version of MCC, played with the N64 controller. Nice. So yesterday I was playing mouse and keyboard and I was getting kind of fed up with it by about halfway through the stream. So I switched over to the N64 controller and did way better. It was crazy. <laughs> nice. You can play modern games with an N64 controller. Um, yeah. You can. <laughs> no, th- no third prong, not a real N64 controller. Nah, it's the, uh, it's the Hori <laughs> clone. It's the Hori clone. Those existed back when the N64 was named. <laughs> uh, the three prong controller was easily the worst part of that generation. I love the well. I love the game. You need to take into account at the same time that no games at the time were like three D yet. Like no true three D experience was really around by then, right? Other than on PC, but like um, when N64 games were designed, they were designed. If you're playing a 2D game, you're going to use the D pad and the L button. If you're playing a yep. 3D game, you're going to use the thumbstick and the Z button. So I mean, the yep. whole system was designed around that. There's very few games that actually require both. Yeah, Rainbow Six being one of them. Great game, by the way. Yep. Yeah, it it was fine at the time. Um, yeah, but going back, uh, oh, yeah. and, and trying to play games on that oh, now. Yeah. I, I picked up a controller that much more modern, modernized, and it's great. Um, cool. So, uh, any anything else you've been playing? Ice Strike. Uh, a lot of control recently. They just came out with the two new DLCs, so I've been uh, covering those for Remedy. Nice. So the new one just launched today. So all next week, I'm going to be diving into that. Cool. AW. Nice. Um, Saul. I don't know if LDSG is looking for freelance writers, but I mean, I'm always looking for volunteers. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, uh, there's people we can get you in touch with if you're interested. Um, well, if you like being paid in review codes, I can hook you up. Nice. <laughs> cool. Uh, alrighty, so. Um, for me, I've been playing Fall Guys, obviously. Um, working on getting that 21 achievement. I think I'm about, I think I'm about halfway. Um, my, my proudest achievement is getting the top of the Half-Life, the Alex skin, which you needed five, five crowns in the first three days to get that skin so i i have that Ooh. one and not a lot of people have that skin that was cool what isn't G-G. there an achievement isn't there an achievement where you've got to win five times in a row there is there is and i that think that stupid. exists i think that exists for them to identify <laughs> cheaters because <laughs> yeah but it's you can't so get a platinum without it it's, <laughs> it's what you're saying insane. is that the Batman is never getting that achievement <laughs> it took him forever to get one win. I don't think he's getting five in a row. Um, the, the only people who have done it is it's only been a handful, but they were people who were in the beta and knew how the game worked. Yeah, and on release they had an advantage because they knew all the I, the levels. I think XQC got it. I, I, um, I have to admit that I'm I'm part of that Vader. I, I downloaded it on PS4 and uh, 
won the first game I played because I got to demo that game at E3. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you knew what you were going. But uh, you didn't win uh, five in a row, did, did you? Oh, heck you no. Did heck one. no. Yeah, yeah. I, only yeah. Won. I won the very first match I played, and then I haven't won since. <laughs> Everyone yeah. caught on by then. I mean, even if you can make it to the last round every time, your chances of winning five in a row are insanely small. Um, and then it's a lot just round sometimes, right. You get, you get put on yellow team and you're screwed because every, <laughs> everyone just always gangs up on yellow team. So it's so savage. <laughs> um, why yellow? I don't know. People hate Same yellow. reason people hate yellow team in Pokemon go. True. I, I, that was, I don't know. First there. I don't know why. Um, Weird. I've also been playing the new flight simulator. Uh, Ooh, yes. I could not find any flight sticks or joysticks anywhere. They're all sold out because of this game. Oh. And so I, bu- <laughs> I bought one on eBay. That's the exact same flight stick I had when I played Microsoft Flight Simulator 2000. Um, <laughs> they, I've got it back here. Oh, let's see it. He's off. This is the uh, Microsoft Sidewinder joystick. Yeah, let's go. I have one of those in my closet. Yeah, it works. It works. Um, So I've been I've been playing some uh, flight simulator, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, We'll probably talk about that a little bit later on, but I I know we've got a simulators channel on the Discord now, um, where people are talking about flight simulator. other sims that they're playing so check out that channel if you're playing um it'd be fun to get a group together uh you can fly in parties and do multiplayer so it'd be fun to to get a squad and uh, do some flights maybe we can fly out and visit vader i was gonna say you've flown to new zealand yet i haven't go see if the melbourne typo you want to show me around i can um yeah i've been doing one of the bush flights which are these super long missions that are kind of broken into chunks the one i'm doing is about a 10 hour flight and (laughs) i've done probably 60 percent of it so they're broken into like between 10 and 40 minute segments so you Hmm. take off from one little airstrip and they're they're all built around scenic flights so uh, the one I'm doing is like in Patagonia. Um, and so it's just pretty chill. Turn on a podcast or, uh, <laughs> you know, watch a, a baseball game or something on my second screen and just chugging along, making, you know, minor tweaks as I go. Check make, check the map, make sure I'm going the right direction. And <laughs> it's just, it's a very relaxing game where I can just, hang out and kind of turn my brain off. Um, mm. Kind of the opposite of Fall Guys. <laughs> um, you just so describe you like what all pilots do. What's that? You just like going to both extremes is all. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and then in the middle, I've been playing the new Madden. Um, oh, nice. Which uh, there's a new version or a new game mode called The Yard, which is um, reminiscent of... Uh, NFL Street, if you ever played that oh, back in the day. See, now I'm interested in this so game. So it's it's like a 
I can't remember if it's five or six players on each side of the ball. Um, and you've got, you get like a point bonuses. If you do multiple passes in one play and score to score a touchdown, um, there, there's a bunch of, you know, goofy rules and it, it's been fun. I made a created player and made him like as massive and, uh, both height wise <laughs> and, uh, uh, weight wise as possible. Yes. He's just this fat, overweight white guy. <laughs> and, uh, I, I set it. So he, his shirt is like rolled up super short. So it's just got his belly hanging out. It's great. Great. <laughs> Uh, um, seven super foot tall, 400 well. pound monster yeah yeah he's uh i think he's seven he foot really? and 400 <laughs> 400 pounds did you put the speed meter way up so he's actually real quick uh cool. there's not a way to tweak the stats in that mode but if uh, i do it? like a career mode oh, oh, i'm definitely man. gonna make him a running back and just barrel over everybody <laughs> you're just reminding me of when me and my brother would play madden 64 how we do we create an entire team of monsters like that yeah yep good times good times uh other stuff i've been doing um i got a new uh nvme ssd so all the storage in my system is now nvme which is very nice i've got so three seven. three terabytes so my my main boot drive is a one terabyte and then i've just got a secondary two terabyte it's nice. Everything is super snappy. Uh, but I've been reinstalling all my games because I was too lazy to copy stuff over. So <laughs> that, that took like a day and a half of rippling speed. We're all good now. Um, and no keyboards. Data caps, I, no, no data caps. Uh, no Comcast for me. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, w- when I was on Comcast, uh, I think they give you like two freebies going over your, I think they limit you to like a terabyte per month. And there were a couple times where like I downloaded a ton of games because I was, you know, got a new hard drive for my Xbox or whatever stuff went over the limit. And once I got to that, uh, I happened to move and was able to get something other than Comcast before they started charging me for going over. Um, and then keyboards, I think I was kind of in the process of working on some keyboards on our last podcast, but I don't think I had done my numpad yet. Let me see if I can show that. I don't know how dark it is. Kind of dark. But this is the, uh, custom numpad I did. Um, and it matches my keyboard very nicely. So... Uh, that was fun putting together the numpad. I actually had to do all the soldering on the switches, which, uh, I hadn't done any soldering since high school electronics class. Um, so it had been a little while, but, uh, I didn't break anything and it works. And, uh, I've got my super clicky numpad and my quiet key. Um, cool. LDSG community update with our music we talk about every time that we don't have. Uh, okay, so we are at 3,661 members. Um, concurrent is up to just under 1,000, um, which is awesome. 
know, we're, we're at almost a third of our members are concurrent at a time. That's pretty sweet job guys. Um, okay. What's new in the shop? Ah, this is not configured properly. No. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think about this. Okay. Just ignore that. Our cameras are screwed up because I'm not going to fix. Um, <laughs> what? I I had to change scenes last minute when we uh, had a change in personnel. Okay, I think this is it. There we go. There's the window. So here's the shop. We got some new stuff up here. Uh, we got the double XL mouse pad. Mine will be getting here very soon. And I'm excited to have that. Um, I've been wanting one of these massive mouse pads for a long time, and I've just been waiting for there to be a beautiful LDS Gamers double XL mouse pad that can take up my entire desk. I can move my stuff around. I'm really spread out on the desk. Very nice. Uh, so I'm excited for that. We got Rubik's cubes. Um, if you want LDS gamers, Rubik's cube, there it is. These are custom made with Icarus on there. Pretty sweet. There's 360 view stuff on here. Um, I I don't know how much it costs to get the 360 view, but it's there. Um, (laughs) that's pretty sweet. If you want to see what colors the six sides of the Rubik's cube are. Pretty much the standard colors. Uh, and then night lights are coming. Uh, a couple people have them. I've seen them around. I don't have one. I guess Ghost doesn't love me as much as some other people. Oh, uh, you mean true. like the plugin? Yeah, but they but, exist. Yeah, he sent me one. You got one. He, it doesn't he, even work. He sent one to you in New Zealand, and he didn't send one to me. We have different plugs. So I can't even. I, I'm going to get an adapter out, which I haven't done yet, but I have one. Yeah, you should get an adapter. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'll I've probably, got the other. I'll probably send me that one that in my uh, baby's room. There. Oh, you got, got the, that one uh, too. Yeah, I got that I, one too. I got. I got one of those. That's just USB, so I could use that. I bought I bought it though. I paid for it. (laughs) Oh sorry. (laughs) It's okay, it was worth it. Um no, I I mean it's it's very likely that there are some surprises in uh with my mouse pad. Um speaking of which, Ghost said there's a note here that I need to read. This is the light of RGB. We showed this last time. There's an unboxing video of me setting this up on my YouTube channel. If you want to go find that. Um, Okay, this is a note from Ghost. He asked me to read this. Something big is happening soon. Be on the lookout for strange things occurring in the LDSG community. If you get something strange with your LDSG merch order, keep it secret. Keep it safe. (laughs) Okay. You've been warned. 
I'm not going to tell you again. Uh, all right. And then, um, also metal dice sets are coming soon. Nightlights will be in the store soon. Um, so yeah, I, when those nightlights are available, I'll probably pick one up for the baby's room. We've got our first on the way. Uh, due date is October 8th. So depending on what the timing is, I may not be hosting a, a podcast at the end of next month. Uh, depending on when the baby arrives. So we'll see. You never know. You never know. I, you know, once you get in that last month, who knows? Um, cool. Anyway. Yeah. New merch. Check it out. LDSG.io slash shop. Does this work? Does our shop command work? Yeah, there it is. Go click on that. Buy stuff. Okay. Ghost has spent way too much money on this stuff, and you can help him get some of that back. So his <laughs> wife is less mad at him. Okay. Uh, game releases. We've got some upcoming game releases. The Avengers game is coming out September 4th. I'm not interested in it at all, but um, have any of you uh, seen gameplay on it? Any Anything that piques your interest? Um. A couple of my guys played it and said they were liking it, but it's not something that appeals to me personally. Yeah, it seem it seems like a Destiny type kind of game. Um, it's probably as fun as the people. Yeah. Uh, there's Spelunky Two is coming out September fifteenth next there month. There you go. Um, and then. Beginning of October, October 2nd, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. So, uh, that was a really surprise announcement and quick release. Can yeah. we just say that? Like, that barely got announced, like, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of out of nowhere. Um, that's how I like my announcements and releases. <laughs> you don't, I, I'm you not, don't I'm like going to the, agree there actually. You don't like the elder scrolls, uh, teaser where we get the, <laughs> the title, we show you a title and then, no, 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 and no, no, then no. we don't see Starfield. anything for like a year. Yeah. Same Starfield. thing with Starfield. <laughs> we didn't even get a title. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, yeah. If you don't have any gameplay to show, I'm not interested. Uh, they they showed um at you know DC event they had they showed the Suicide Squad game but it was just a cinematic trailer and then they had mm-hmm. a bunch of people come on and talk about the game but they didn't show any game. <laughs> Speaking about gameplay, did you guys see the um, Journey to the West game by like a Chinese studio? No, wait. The Breath of the Wild clone one? No. No? All right. No. Um, do you know the, the Journey to the West story like about Monkey? The the Chinese legend about uh-uh. Monkey? It's uh, like Dragon oh, Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Dragon Ball's baseball. Yeah. I, I it's called Journey you, to the West. I remember you talking about this on your stream. Oh, yeah. When I was talking about playing Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're, they're releasing a game, a Chinese studio, and it looks phenomenal. It was a 13-minute gameplay trailer. It was just to garner, see if there's any interest, and it's 
it's got huge like like amount of people who are loving the look of it mm-hmm. and the studio's like uh sorry we we weren't expecting this much love but thank you we're not going to tell say anything <laughs> more for a while <laughs> so they were just trying to see if people were interested and it's just that the internet blew up about it it um wukong is the name of is the name of monkey uh it's is it black med it's and, some and black something and that's how star wukong. citizen happened <laughs> well yeah but this looks really cool it's an action action rpg style they uh sort of insp- it looks it looks very similar to a souls like combat with a bit more action kind of like sekiro um, okay. but yeah journey to the west uh wukong it's it's not called journey to west but it's based on that legend with monkey um the, the legendary character and it looks phenomenal and it's a chinese studio we don't see many games coming from them nice so that's cool so it's, google uh, it and it's good gameplay like that's what i mean about an announcement if you're going to announce it early at least have some good like meat of the game so we know what it's going to be like so we can be excited for something rather than just a name yep <laughs> even like some pretty jank pre-alpha gameplays fine by me honestly like it's yeah. a concept show us that there is a game yeah well at least con- at least you have an idea what's what's coming rather than just just like yeah an arbitrary thing mhm nice um alrighty well let's jump into some of the news stuff so um news from this month uh one of the bigger stories was the whole fiasco between epic games with fortnite uh and apple and google play store um what what were your guys thoughts on that who do you think is in the wrong here uh what do you think epic should be doing what do you think apple um well first off they're both wrong (laughs) epic is in a contract with apple yeah apple terms may be unreasonable but they're in a contract with it so you honor the contract but you need to think that they've been probably been in talks with apple google for months years trying to get these things changed and the companies are probably being like no so they're like all right we're going to take it in our own hands and try to force the matter to yeah. get changes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, I, yeah. I guess, um, Oh, that's a, not a nice word in the URL. Sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ban myself real quick. For those, for that, those that aren't familiar earlier this month, um, Epic, basically tried to get around Apple and potentially Google taking part of their money uh, for V bucks and whatnot, um, which, you know, they have the uh, game in the Apple store. And obviously Apple wants a a piece of the money um, for transactions happening in the game. And Epic is trying to get around that. And they're like, Hey, if you, know buy directly from us we'll give you the v bucks for cheaper um and apple doesn't uh so you know it's it's uh it's interesting stuff now uh, on android they're kind of able to get away with it because people can install apps directly 
Um, there are other app stores. So if they you know, get removed from Google Play, it's not the end of the world for Android. People are still going to go figure out how to play Fortnite. Um, but for Apple, it's you know, you're, they just can't play uh, if you have an iPhone unless you, you um, lock it, which is not easy. So I'd like to I'd like to add in there though that oddly enough there is very little player base for Fortnite on Android. It's much higher on iOS. Oh, interesting. It's like interesting. Twenty split, I think it is really? on the revenue share. Like it's something really ridiculous, which is why like well, revenue share isn't necessarily player base, but that's kind of what this whole thing is. Exactly. And, See, um, I would I would care if it was a smaller studio who was needing to make money, but Epic can just right. go jump. Like they right. they make yeah. all the money right. and then some. They do yeah. not need more, and neither do Apple. Don't get me wrong; like Apple make lots of money. Yeah, uh, that's but it's as as it's, you said, Ice I've got a contract. That's they agree to be a part of it. They don't have to play their game on there. But Epic want the kids' money. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. they want the rich kids. Uh, parents to spend more money <laughs> yep. and so they need to take the cut where it where it is yeah because they're still making like they're complaining about not earning a bit like millions of dollars a month like it's just yeah it just blows my mind like no yep. one cares about them can i can i add something to that though at the same time vader Go if apple and like if epic wins this fight against apple though that does help the little guy Potentially, that's, that's not why Epic's theory. doing it, though. That's not why Epic's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but I mean, it's it's the same principle as they had behind making the uh, the Epic Game Store. They're going to give developers a bigger cut to then go and put that back into their studios versus Steam yep. and Origin yep. and UPlay. Like, and- yeah, it is an interesting one because there would, but there wouldn't be a to play the devil's advocate. There wouldn't be a platform if Apple didn't provide that platform. And so these studios wouldn't have a place to put their game anyway. And generally, mobile games suck anyway, so... (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) They're all about advertising and clickbait and... They're so predatory. Exactly, I hate the design. So I actually do like what Apple did with their... um, It's not the Game Pass, the Apple Arcade. Uh, Arcade. Because there's actual games that have some substance with no ads, no microtransactions. I actually appreciated what they did there for a few bucks. You can play a bunch of these games. Um, so they get credit with my books because of that, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't like Epic what they're doing with Fortnite. I think it's predatory. I think it's ridiculous. And just, gr- it just shows how greedy they are. They're making all the money, all Free of it. Play, man. Free to play. <laughs> it, those words alone just mean predatory. <laughs> free to pred. It's true. I yeah. yeah. Some are worse than others. Um for I, sure, for I, sure. I prefer Fortnite's method where you have a season pass and you have items in the store where you at least know exactly what you're getting for your money versus loot boxes where you, you know, potentially spend $100 and don't get anything you wanted. So yep. it, you, you can you can sucks. disagree with how much they charge for stuff, but at least you know what you're paying. And we talked about yeah. that a little bit last month with the Valorant skins, which I think were are pretty egregiously priced. But 
Yes, that's crazy. Uh, at least you know <laughs> you know what you're paying for, so it's your own fault. And Vader is uh, I'm gone. a battery right, logo. Battery. <laughs> I'll keep talking. All right. My, my, oh, my, that's, my, my rustling. What games nowadays are still even using loot boxes? Like most well, countries have as a banned. FIFA player. <laughs> uh, ultimate uh, team. Yep. Okay. Yep, Ultimate Team. Go. I mean, Overwatch does. At least that one's just cosmetic. Um, yeah, Overwatch is one of the older games still. But yeah, I, I think most yeah. games are moving away from it because whenever there's a new game coming out that has loot boxes, the whole gaming community gangs up against the developers and shames them into removing them. But because uh, EA Sports has a corner on the market for... Uh, you know, soccer and football games, um, they get away with it because there's there's yeah. not a competitor that can compete. That, that's their wallets. Yeah. I've said it. I've said it enough. I've said it plenty of times. I'm going to say it again. Like you say, it's just cosmetics. I still have issues with that because it still teaches the gambling mentality. It it teaches the addiction and it fuels that addiction. And I, don't get me wrong. We're all addicted to games to some extent, <laughs> but, but there, there is, I, I, there is a difference when you're addicted to that, that impulse reaction mm-hmm. we you get from getting the thing you wanted. Yeah. It, it's not good for any human, let alone kids rush. Yeah. I, I like, totally I, agree. I would, I would rather get that dolphin rush from getting a parry off in dark souls and going, Oh Yeah. <laughs> Than than getting it from a, a getting some pretty skin um, from a loot box. Yeah, but they don't get five dollars from the endorphin rush in Dark Souls every time you do it. <laughs> well, exactly. It's so, a parry from now on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have EA got a hold of Dark Souls. <laughs> you get oh, ten man. parries a day, and then you got to pay for I the think rest. It's hilarious that EA is like the butt of the microtransaction jokes when. Outside of the sports games, they're like one of the biggest people moving away from them. Well, because they got the they got called out hardcore on Battlefront. That's 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 what I mean though. Like Overwatch has been doing it. League of Legends, like all these other games, did it so much longer, so much worse. And then Battlefront came out, and that's when the, the that was the straw that finally broke the camel's back. Yeah, I just like hilarious. I I had a post on get away with stuff. I had a post on Reddit about this where I calculated how long it would take to get theoretically the best team in FIFA ultimate team. Um, and it was, I think it would take you roughly a year of playing the game hardcore to get one player that was top tier. Um, and you've got a squad of 11, not, not counting players on your bench. Um, and the rewards, uh, diminish after after a year you essentially have to start over so they've basically made it impossible to have a top tier meta team without investing money and this is something that like even their casters on their official tournaments will talk about openly (laughs) uh where they'll say, you know, th- this guy, he he struggled uh, advancing into the later rounds of the tournament the last few years, but he's really invested in his team this year. And, and 
you know, <laughs> he spent more money and now he's able to get further in the tournament. And they're just openly saying that their game oh, is pay man. to win in in these tournaments. And it's uh, it, it's something that you can't get away with in any other game. Um, and on top it's of that, all- it's a it's a sixty dollar per year game. Your progress restarts every year. Um, but it's, it's the only soccer game out there. So if you want to play an online soccer game, there's pro evolution soccer, which is awful. Uh, they don't have nearly as many licenses. The gameplay is uh, a lot slower. It's sometimes fun to play just to play something a little different. But other than that, there there's nothing else out there. So if you want to play online against people, you just have to buy the new one every year and, uh, they can do whatever they want. There's a new anime soccer game coming out soon, isn't there? A new what? Anime oh. soccer game. And you get to like, if you pass the right, what's the right person, you get like pass combos and do like power kicks and stuff. Is it like, uh, sweet. is it like Shaolin soccer, the game? Uh, uh yeah, but Japanese. <laughs> Interesting. I saw a trailer for it. It's coming out on the switch soon. I just <laughs> saw a trailer for it. I'll have to check that out. Maybe I'll play that <laughs> instead of FIFA this cool. year. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'll, I'll try to cool down. Um, <laughs> it is also because it, it is FIFA, were, which is <laughs> FIFA is also the organization seems to be a very corrupt organization. So oh, that doesn't absolutely. really help the situation. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Uh, they want their. Money. I bet they're getting a cut. So they 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 want their dollars. Oh, of course they're getting yep. a cut. Yep, they have to if they oh, want to use their uh, their brand. Um, all right. So next story, um, Sega is planning on aggressively focusing on PC ports. Um, supposedly their steam sales have gone way up in the last, uh, five, six months during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're, they're, you know, making an effort to come out with more PC ports of their games. Um, Persona four in particular sold really well. Uh, which uh, recently Yakuza, released on PC. Did um, Yakuza also released recently? Uh, yeah, yes, it did. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, more of those games coming out on PC. Um, I, I think the the more games we have on more platforms, the better. As long as they're decent PC ports. Uh, you know, these days <laughs> there are a lot less bad PC ports, but. <laughs> Um, you, you know, four you or five like years ago, there were so many uh, PC ports that came out that were just awful and ran like garbage. There's still, you know, one or two a year that come out that have lots of issues. Oh, man. But Yeah, D- Dark Souls is one of those PC, bad PC ports. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, Arkham Knight was really bad. Really- uh or arkham knight which was the one the most recent arkham, arkham game arkham uh arkham knight yeah arkham knight yeah that one ran terrible for so many it was like if when you got in the batmobile it was a slideshow <laughs> yeah to turn smoke off completely <laughs> no smoke or particle effects if you wanted that game to run yeah yep um all right next one all guys, uh, Devolver Digital's biggest launch ever. Um, you know they were 
in the first week or so, they were averaging over a hundred thousand concurrent players, um, which you know for a little indie title is pretty pretty sweet. Um, I uh, think I think they were definitely helped out by you know being on PlayStation Plus. Uh, got a lot of hype going on. They certainly had. Uh, I, I think they were getting a lot of the bigger streamers playing the game. Um, you know, give them that, give them that money, get them playing the game, and get people uh, into it. I I watched a let's play of it. I got about four minutes in, and I bought the game. I was like, this looks like a blast. It's Mario Party Battle Royale, uh, Wipeout, MXC, whatever. Um, and it, it's, it's so much fun. It's based on a Japanese game show. It's like the, the yep. actual games are very similar to the yep. actual things humans do in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Slank Mountain or something. There's a, well, the, the one I've watched There's the most few. is MXC, which is Takeshi's Castle, I think was the that's original. It. The castle, um, castle, that's what it was. I yeah, think yeah. that was the original game show in Japan. Yep. And then they brought it to the U.S. and had comedians yeah, dub good. over the uh, announcers and just say goofy things. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, a, a lot of the games are straight out of that show. Um, there's, I'm trying to remember. Uh, so there's one where it's called DoorDash, not related to the food delivery service. But uh, <laughs> you you run and jump through doors. There's like. Uh, a series of doors and some of them will break away and you can go through and some are solid and you can't get through. Yes. Don't get eliminated. The world's (laughs) toughest show in town. Uh, Yes. So that one is straight out of uh, MXC or Takeshi's castle. There's some other ones um, that were also in that show. I'm drawing a blank, but yeah, uh, a lot of them. Wipeout, Wipeout's taken probably inspiration from that too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It, it's got a little more polish. Uh, but uh, let's see. Um, next, Can I just say how happy I am that that game did end up being super successful, though. It's so fun. Well, it's um, it's one of the games I got to demo at E3 last year. It was one of like my favorite appointments at the entire show. So like, it was so fun getting so to what meet was, that team were, and, was like, that talk at, about that game with them. So were they part of uh, like a Devolver booth, or did they have their own? Setup? Yeah. So Devolver actually sets up in the parking lot across from the convention center in the oh, interesting. Devolver Land. Like yeah. it's so fun, and so. I went over there for my Mediatonic uh, Fall Guys play. I had no idea what to expect. I was like, what the frick is Fall Guys? I have yeah. no idea what this is. You guys reached out to me. Sure, why not? I, I'll, I'll go check it out. And so can I post a link in the chat, actually? Yeah. Or are you going to get angry at me? Do it. I did one for the Wukong game. So anyway, I demoed that game. That very night, I wrote this article talking about how everyone needs to play this game. And now here we are a year later, the game comes out and is a smash hit and number one games download on PS plus ever. Like I am so happy for their team. Like they were freaking awesome. I, th- I think it's, uh, it was a smart move putting on PlayStation plus and it was on release. Yeah. Rocket like, league did the same rocket league got huge traction with doing that. 
Yep. Um, and so I think it's a good move. And I don't know, like, because Xbox do games released new on Games Pass, but they don't seem to get as much, like, buzz about them because all their games have been released like that. Whereas, I don't know, maybe it's more special because it's, like, two games a month with PlayStation Plus. But, yeah, it just got so much noise, um, which I definitely helped get the <laughs> can, word out there. Can you send me the link and then I can post it? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link. Let's uh, post that in here. Yeah, Game Pass and uh, like Games of Gold, Game Pass, uh, PS Plus, like they have their ups and downs when it comes to helping new releases really make it. Yep. Oh, for sure. I think it's also probably good timing because it doesn't feel like there's been nothing happening at the moment. Still lots of people stuck at home. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's the lull between the, the holiday season. It's like Tiger King becoming popular for no reason. That's not the right thing. (laughs) I copied the link to the message, not the link from the message. (laughs) I'm just failing with all my link posts today. Sorry, guys. Uh, Yeah, it's it's my it's easily my favorite battle royale. Um, It's so funny that it's like a battle royale considering how just different it is it's it it doesn't fit what what we've you know expected that genre to be but that's what it is um and it's It's yeah it's just such a departure uh where every br out there is doing the same thing and you know changing one little uh piece (laughs) of the formula it's like we're uh a battle royale, but now you can jump really high. Like, cool. Well, I think that. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Like, I think that's what's unique about this is it's competitive. You're competing against fifty nine other people, but the reality is you're just doing what you can do best. Like, yep. you're not necessarily like. Whereas other battle royales, it's you. You're directly have to fight other people. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's competitive, but in a real casual way, and that's yep. that's the I think that's the charm. Yeah, and for, it's goofy. For me, I usually die when I try to knock other people off the platform. Usually, like <laughs> I I try to grab someone and shove them off, and uh, they take me with them, or like I I don't yeah. let go in time, or uh, I I do the best when I just do my own thing and ignore everybody else mm-hmm. until I get stuck on yellow team. Do you think the <laughs> the popularity of those other games with a similar kind of physics has helped it like the um mm. gang beasts and what's the other one um that you just flop around and you just uh, gotta get over human obstacles. fall flat yeah human fall flat and totally reliable delivery service all very similar genre how it's the floppy yeah. janky physics i love rag- i love ragdoll physics ragdoll. goofy ragdoll physics are hilarious do you think the popularity of that has helped this game because people already know what it's kind of about when you see the blobby kind of character. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that kind of thing appeals to me. I can't speak to everybody. <laughs> but, I've obviously never played any of those other games. I know okay. them, but I've never played them. So, I mean, that's not a factor in my mind, but I mean, it could be. 
Yeah, well, I know a lot of people, a lot of streamers play those, a lot of YouTubers play them, and there's a lot of kids who watch and play those games, uh, including me and my son. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I, yeah, it's just familiar. Like, the floppy guy is now a genre. <laughs> <laughs> the floppy guys. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, well, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it as an upcoming <laughs> genre. I, the floppy guys. More ragdoll, genre. the better. Let's do my, it. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite ragdoll physics games, um, Dark Souls. is the Trials series. Yeah, the, the Trials games have really good ragdoll physics. Oh yeah, it's it's fun They're to just la- launch your guy off the bike and just see him tumble down a mountain or whatever. The original. Um, with the bone breaking mini game, which one? The original Trials HD. Back oh on, uh, yeah, yeah, 360. yeah. Yeah, you had to break your bones down the the set of stairs <laughs> or whatever. Hilarious. Just hurt the guy as much as possible. Oh, Those no. bones are powder. Oh, it's so bad. <sighs> um, speaking of which, Burnout Three. Love the game oh. mode where you were just trying to cause the biggest crash possible what was that game mode called i can't crash (laughs) is that what it's called there it is burnout three uh can i share a really funny story with you guys about this game actually yes so this game came out uh 2004 and uh i had uh rented it from blockbuster so i'm working through this game playing crash mode and all that and then I end up getting into a friggin' car accident that uh, destroys my shoulder. Oh, no. Uh, so I didn't know that I had a destroyed shoulder at the time because I was so hocked up on adrenaline. So I go home and uh, from the wreck and all that. And I go home. I start playing crash mode on Burnout 3. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the end of the story. <laughs> and so my aunt comes over to make sure I'm doing okay, you know. She's like, you were just in a car accident. And she walks in. She sees me wrecking cars and burnout. Like, What's matter with you? What kind of sick freak are you? What a game where you're wrecking cars after you flipped into a vineyard. Like, yeah, it's a five-day rental. I don't want to pay a late fee. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Next day, I couldn't move my arm, so that was fun, but. Yeah, burnout, burnout three, good times. Oh man, blockbuster, good times. Ah, uh, I worked there till it closed. Oh, you did? <laughs> Sad. There's, uh, I think there's still one. There's one. Bend Oregon. Yep. I'm, I'm surprised that one survived, and the one in freaking Alaska is the one that shut down. Right. They must have finally gotten internet fast enough for Netflix. Oh yeah. man. Uh okay. Yeah, let's go on a road trip to Bend, Oregon. <laughs> uh I've done that trip a few times. Not a ton out there in Central Oregon. No, there's not. It's only claim to fame now is Blockbuster. That's that's sad. <laughs> sad. Uh, had the hottest hot wings of my life in Bend, Oregon. Did you see the last blockbuster is offering B and B services? I did see that. That is a thing. Nineties movie night. You got to you got to pivot, block, man. Blockbuster and breakfast. <laughs> blockbuster, bacon, nineties bed and blockbuster. Parties. 
you got to pivot, man. To say so, stay alive. You got to pivot. They they missed their chance. It's too late. <laughs> we need to have a whole discussion just about blockbuster some other time. We, we I could can do that. Go on for hours. We, we could do that. We I I can tell my story about my uh, marketing professor who was VP of marketing for Blockbuster. Oh, that's and, fun. Uh, Those who can't do teach. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, their 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 issue was not the plan. It was uh, partnering with Enron for their fiber optic network for their streaming service. And that, that didn't turn out well. Uh, uh, okay. Saturation, lack of diversity. Like I said, I could go on for hours. Yep. They, they waited too late to move on uh, their oh, business wait. model, and then it was, they were dead. Uh, okay. Was- Let, let's... Uh, Let's uh, move off of Blockbuster's dead. (laughs) R.I.P. Moment of silence for Blockbuster. Okay. Moment is over. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 is expected to produce $2.6 billion in hardware sales over the next three years. Um, So this includes uh, PCs, processor upgrades, display upgrades, Flight sticks and throttles when they come back in stock. Uh, flight <laughs> system control units, rudder pedals, simulation pit components such as seats and frames, and VR sales. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty interesting. I think this, uh, you know, goes along with um, Microsoft's kind of new strategy of not caring about console sales. Um, you know, they they want to get games that people are excited about playing and a game that people are willing to you know, go build a $2,000 uh, flight sim PC setup um, is evidence of Whoa. that. Uh, and Microsoft uh, makes some of those components that are being sold. Um, certainly they'll make money off of some of the software going onto those PCs. Um, and yeah, I, it, it's interesting. People are really stoked about this new flight sim. It looks beautiful. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with it. I feel like the feature set is still a little limited. Um, I'm sure they'll continue to add things to it. Uh, VR support isn't in the game yet. Um, so I, I'm definitely interested to see how it plays in VR. Um, because generally you need that high frame rate to not get motion sickness in VR. And on my RTX 2080, I'm lucky to have my frame rate in the forties. Um, and so I like, it's a, the, the motion isn't super fast. So it does like, it looks fine on my monitor, but I'm wondering in VR, if you're moving your head side to side and it's only updating, you know, 40 times a second, is that going to be a good experience? Yeah. So I I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, I'm guessing they're trying to figure that out. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. I think flight simulators, uh, the biggest problem with flight simulator currently is just streaming and assets, really. Yeah. Like, there's just so much that is being constantly streamed in from the map data 
They yep. need to come out with an optional download where you can download. They do have that. Oh, you can download the maps. Yep. So like you can. Uh, yeah. So you can dr- basically draw areas on a map of download these, save them to X location on my drive, okay. and you can do low, medium, or high quality uh, for certain regions, and then you don't have to, you know, continually be downloading and writing that. Okay, that's good. Your drive. So that does help. Um, and you know, often if you if you download a cache of the area you're going to fly in, you see like a 10 to 15 FPS increase. Yeah, it's significant. It, yeah, it is. And um, the game is generally limited by your CPU, whereas mm-hmm. most, most games are just GPU-bound. For the most part, oh, that's right. It's using um, DirectX 11 still, so it's limited to four cores. Yep. So, uh, I wonder if there will be an update there because um, there's there's lots of powerful CPUs out there. You know, I'm running on a a 12 core, 24 thread processor, um, but most of them are just sitting idle uh, and you know not being used at all. Meanwhile. The other ones are overloaded and unable <laughs> to keep up. Uh, and yep. the, the rest are just sitting there watching these other cores going, man, you guys are sure working hard. <laughs> Level the load. <laughs> so, yeah, DX12 is much better with uh, uh, multi-core utilization. We're going to see a big push on that in the next year. Guarantee it. Vulcan is really good, but there's like four games that use it. But yeah, yeah we'll Doom, more, Doom runs we'll really well. Vulcan. We'll see more from Vulcan and DX12 in the next year. Yeah. Thanks to Series X and PS5. Um, Anything else on Flight Simulator? Have you guys tried it out? I've played around with it a little bit. It's definitely... Uh, it's good to see that they went back to realism after uh, that Flight Sim game that came out like 2011 or something that no one remembers. um but it was a microsoft flight sim game it was just microsoft flight sim and it was uh interesting for windows live title like one of their last games for windows live titles so no one remembers this game but they made it uh, they made it more arcadey than uh the full-on simulation so like those that did play it really hated it because they wanted the the simulation it's microsoft flight sim but (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, uh, I wish I still had it installed somewhere. I don't even yeah. think I can find it anymore. It was it was a free to play thing. Like that was the problem. With it, huh. it was yeah. It was just bad. <laughs> it was it was bad. Yeah. Uh, that was Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, thousand maybe. No. No, no, no. 2000, 2004. Like, those were the old school, like, legit sims. Like, this was, it was just Flight Simulator, and it came out around 2009 to 2011 range. Maybe 2010. Oh, no. Flight Simulator 2000 was the one where the guy in the tutorial, like, almost crashes into the Empire State Building. And uh, this was <laughs> this was a year before 9-11, but yeah. I was... I was playing it after 9-11 and so I'm watching the tutorial and there's this guy like 
flying through New York or not New York Empire. Yeah. New York. Um, he's flying through New York and he just barely misses the empire state building. And this lady comes in, she's like, you almost hit the empire state building. And he looks at the camera and he's like, that would be cool. Oh. Hasn't, <laughs> hasn't aged well. Oh, that, uh, no. tutorial. That, we need the, where's the, that didn't age well tweets at. Yeah. You can find that on YouTube. It's out. Um, but yeah, that was cringe. Oh, but the the new one's really cool. There's no collision physics, which is kind of well. It, yeah, I I get why they don't have it. I'm sure there will be mods with like crashes and explosions. But right now, if you hit the screen, just goes black. Um, or if you have damage turned off, your plane just kind of tumbles and then stops. But I've had that game crash on me a few times. Yeah, I have as well. Oh well, it'll get optimized. Um okay, so since our last podcast, we spent a lot of the last podcast talking about console wars between Xbox and PS5. Um <laughs> we talked about Halo Infinite, uh which has since been delayed until sometime <laughs> next year. We don't know when, so for now the working title is Halo Indefinite. <laughs> um, oh, the Craig memes are glorious. Yeah, uh, it's it's really rough um, for Xbox that it's been delayed. That was, you know, def- the biggest console seller. Uh, I think was was Halo Infinite. Um, not having that on the new console. You know, it won't be their first time launching a new console without a Halo game. Um in fact, they haven't had that as a they haven't console. had that as a launch title. Um it usually comes out a year after anyway, but that was going to be, you know, a big selling point uh of the new Xbox. Um but now it's just you know, they they have other first party titles, but none that are big huge franchises that I, I think are going to get people to come on. Um, we talked about how I, I don't think their main strategy is selling consoles, but they obviously want to sell consoles. Uh, what, what do you guys think of the delays? Uh, what do you think of you know, how this will uh, hurt Xbox or help PlayStation? Honestly, it's not a terrible thing that it's delayed. People were complaining about the way it looked, but I mean, um, I'd rather have a delayed polish game than a rush game that gets fixed over time. Like, give it to me right off the bat from the get-go good instead of what this entire generation of games has been of releasing crap and then uh, fixing it along the way. I I agree. At the same time, five years. They, they've been working on this game for five years, and in the past we'd get a new halo game every two or three years. I, I know there's been a lot of holdups in development, um, with engine changes and, you know, completely starting over. Um, but well, I, I think it just about. leads or, you know, signifies there's been a lot of issues behind the scenes, um, at three, four, three, uh, that are, are contributing here. 
Yeah. Um, and even going into that whole uh, two to three year release cycle, though, like you look at Bungie's release cycle and people don't find that the like the sequels are as good as they went along at that time frame anyway. Like even though they used to come out in two, three year intervals, people slammed them anyway. So they they would hate them when they first came out and then they would play them nonstop for three years. And then <laughs> and then as soon as the next one comes out, they're like, Remember how good the last one was? Why couldn't they just do that again? And you know and we just stop for three more years. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Zelda suffers the same issue. Like the yeah, Zelda exactly. games has the same issue. Yeah. I think it just but, proves Xbox don't know how to make a video game. Well, uh, that's just personal preference, man. There's more <laughs> stuff I'll play every day on Xbox than on PlayStation, personally. Like, it's well, just I'm, a matter I'm, of preference. Yeah, well, it is. I agree, agree with that. But the fact is that, as you say, it's been five years. It's well, got issues. People don't like the look of it. Um, well, if you how many games of Xbox have canned? <laughs> you want to talk about games being in development for more than five years. I mean, Sony has had plenty of those over their lifetime yeah. too, man. Yeah, but they've also like, had plenty of games consistently in, releasing. Not really. The start of this generation, they didn't have squat. Like people make fun of Xbox for not having games right now, but they seem to forget that pre-2016, there were no big Sony exclusives either. Like once one starts having something, the other doesn't. That's when you hear about it. So beginning of this generation, there were a ton of Xbox One exclusives. Whether you liked them or not is all up to you, but there were a lot. And there weren't as many PS4 exclusives outside of a couple JRPGs here and there. And then finally, 2016 hits, we get um, Uncharted 4. And then uh, that's when Sony's first party studios finally start coming in because they're still well, first party. Well, but were, Bloodborne was a, a system seller. People bought the console for Bloodborne. Did they though? Because that game only sold under two million copies. Like, is it really a system seller at that point? There's over a hundred and ten million PS4 sold, and that game only sold two million copies. Is it really a system seller? Uh, people in the Souls community, yes, there are people oh. who I know who specifically bought the console only because they wanted to play Bloodborne. Yeah, that's... Uh, and it kept them there, and it, yeah. and obviously that worked for the next games coming out. And that's where they yeah. played the other Souls games. But it, it was a big deal. Bloodborne was a big deal um, in the, for the Sony. Yeah, um, but again, like, based on, just based on the sales numbers, though, like, but it, there's, it's a niche community. Like, it's a very niche community, you know? Not now. Not, not, the Souls community is not niche now. It's gone too mainstream for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. But yeah, you say that Sony they've sold 110 million co- uh, consoles, but not back in 2015. No, no, that was still back, in the early days. No, nah, back in 2015, they had already sold well over 40 million, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they they won the early console war because their console was cheaper, messaging, and messaging. because Xbox had a oh, terrible had launch event. Um, oh, messaging is so important. And but I I think the biggest factor is going to be price. Uh, and if if Xbox undercuts PlayStation on the price, they're going to. You know the the mainstream gamers just want whatever the latest console is to play Call of Duty 
or yep. you know to play whatever third party title that releases on both console consoles um, right so those are the biggest sellers every single generation yep and and the the hardcore are probably going to buy both um Mm -hmm. and or they'll buy a, a playstation uh to play playstation exclusives and they'll play everything else on pc um and yep. you know yeah. play play xbox exclusives <laughs> through game pass um see which... that's the brilliance of the new strategy too though because you need to remember all of these people that are really diehard sony fans that would never buy a microsoft console no matter what day of the year it is no matter how much it costs they're not going to play on a microsoft console now they'll play it on pc that's still yep. money that Microsoft would have not had otherwise, which is just the real brilliance of the strategy. And that's why we're going to see Sony start going into that over the next two to four years too. Yep. Yep. And we, we've seen a lot of the, you know, windows, uh, that now, now that they're starting to sell these games that were previously just in the windows store, or the Xbox app, um, they're mm. being released on steam as well. Uh, you know, master chief collection has sold really well. Uh, on Steam, Sea of Thieves has sold really well since it's been added to Steam. So, um, it's definitely a different approach. Uh, so the market's changing. That's the crazy thing about it is the market is just changing so rapidly and, uh, consoles are not profitable for a very, very long time. You have to sell them at a loss if you want them to go anywhere like Sony and the PS3, like they never made money on that system pretty much. Like yeah, it's all on the software them. they make the money. Yeah, it's the licensing, but like, right. So it's it's getting them tanked them. It's it's locking users it. into your ecosystem. Um and once they're there, then all their game purchases you get a cut of. And mm-hmm. Microsoft is with Game Pass, um they're they're trying to get on that get that Netflix money where people just subscribe and don't think about it and you just keep getting their money every month um between you know Game Pass and Xbox Live um which on PC Game Pass is still I think it's still 5 bucks a month uh mm-hmm. for the the PC version and you get yep. every exclusive as it's released um yep. which it I I'm I assume it'll go up to $10 at some point for Game Pass on PC that's what it is on Xbox but well then um don't forget they're adding in uh console streaming to your phone like game pass yeah, x, x uh, cloud your phone as part of that service too now i think that's part of uh game pass ultimate ultimate yeah which is 15, so 15 a, month. a month you get game pass on console pc and xbox live for that yep so and uh no, their their strategy is very sound. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the next two years. Like the strategy is there. If you weren't gonna buy an Xbox, they don't care because they're gonna get you on mm-hmm. PC now. If you were gonna buy an Xbox, cool, you have a really powerful system that'll play these games. Yep. They're happy either way. But yeah. And, we're and... totally gonna undercut PS5 in price. That's that's all there is to it. That's the only way they're gonna yep. they, get relevance there. They have to. Um, even though it's a more powerful system graphically, uh, the GPU, I think it beats the PS five by what? 13% or something. It's It's basically a 2080. 
Yeah, so it's uh they 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 win in terms of just graphical performance. I think the PS5 um has a faster SSD, so we'll probably have a little oh. better load times, right? Um It's um very interesting to hear developers talk about it depending on who you talk to mm-hmm. because like the multi-plat guys aren't happy about this about the systems being vastly different. Yeah. Like right. uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC are all virtually the same. It didn't take a lot to make games for these different systems. Just a couple of optimization tweaks. Yeah. Whereas PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC are all vastly different from each other now. Well, PS5 and Xbox Series X and PC, rather. It's just um, Sony's going the more specialized hardware route this time. So we have the super fast SSD. The SSD is twice as fast, but they skimped on... CPU and GPU performance instead. So multi-plat games on both are going to show significant downgrades. It's going to be it's going to be a little bit worse, I've heard, mm-hmm. than what the current series or Xbox One X PS4 Pro type thing is. It's going to have a noticeable, like a more noticeable difference between them. Yeah, but at the same time, unless you're running on both side by side, who's really going to care? Right. Right. I. I... But, I think you know most 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 gamers out there aren't researching the specs of the hardware. <laughs> it's you know it, is there a game that has that you want to play? specific? Yeah, is is there a a game that makes me want to buy this over another? Which one are more of my friends going to be on? Which with more games going cross platform, that may not be as big a factor as it used to be. Um, Which and, is and then. Good, honestly. Yeah, it's great. I'm very pro consumer and glad that PlayStation is finally, you know, on board with that. Um oh man. Uh, and, and then for me the one of the biggest factors was I just like the Xbox controller better. I just prefer the the fit of it in my hand. I prefer the buttons um and then yeah, it so Price, I think, will will be a huge one as well. So, yeah, price, services, like it's all gonna tie together because it's yeah. like you need to you need to remember that the people buying systems for like their kids for Christmas, it's like, all right, so get an Xbox and I could get Game Pass, which will have like two hundred fifty plus games, or I could buy a PS Five in one game. Right. Like, there's gonna be, it's gonna be a factor. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. But. But yeah. Anyway, Microsoft doesn't care though. Like that's they built themselves into the position there. It literally doesn't matter how well the system sells because they're going to get you either way. Yeah. And and now with XCloud, they're potentially opening up a whole market of users that don't have a console or a gaming PC and just want to play games on their phone and maybe played some Halo two back in the day and you know want <laughs> yep. wanna try some halo again see what the kids are playing nowadays and how they can just play on their phone is that just a streaming service is it yep yeah it's the it's um, that gonna work though it works great actually um i've been in the beta for a couple months stadia died it didn't didn't even start (laughs) well it was it was stadia's new stadia's new you gotta you gotta little growing pains there people know google but people don't know google for gaming so it's not an established yep. uh not an established gaming brand so and what 
what Xbox has that Stadia doesn't. One of the big downsides to Stadia is obviously they've got tech, but um, you the game library is super limited for Stadia, mm-hmm. and you have to buy all those games on top of uh, your subscription to the platform. Um, yep. And on Xbox, it's a subscription service. You have a ton of games included in that subscription um, along with your access yeah. to, to the games. See, what's going to be really interesting about the streaming game is because um, PlayStation now has been a thing since like what, 2009, but it has always sucked. Like it's been super latency, very bad video quality, very bad performance, but they partnered with Microsoft to use the Azure servers. So when we see the PS now upgrade, for streaming that's when things are going to get really interesting because it has such a bigger catalog of games compared to game pass yeah so that's like the streaming side of things is where things are going to be very interesting in the next couple of years like no one wants streaming like that's a diehard gamer no one wants it but it's coming yeah i mean i i think it would be useful like if i'm traveling um mm-hmm. that's the only time I I would use it. Uh but they're they're looking to grow the market. Um yeah. there there's a finite number of people that are willing to go out and buy a box specifically for gaming or you know build a high-end gaming PC. The the yeah. you know limitation of of you know 10 or 15 bucks a month is a lot lower than paying a few hundred for a box plus game. And yeah, then, uh, I don't know if that's true though, because look, this generation of consoles proven that it's the, it's only growing. Like this is like the sure. biggest console generation. Yeah, yeah, I agree with gaming, PC. Gaming there, is there definitely is growing as a segment, but if you can remove that barrier of entry, um, you're looking at the Wii again. Oh, yeah. for sure, I get that. that. What, but that's, what that's their goal. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not at all interested in the whole streaming idea. One, um, the type of games I prefer tend to be like any kind of latency is going to be an issue, like Dark Souls. <laughs> like if right. you're dealing with enemies, it's going to suck if there's any kind of latency. It doesn't it doesn't yep. suit all games. Yep. No, and so if we push if we push into streaming services, this is the only way to play. We're going to get Fortnite is basically the gaming it's going to boil down to bland boring gaming <laughs> potentially um, that, that's a, that's an extreme hypothetical yeah I, um it, i mean there, i don't want to see games, that happen there's games happen, there's good games out there that i wouldn't mind playing streaming you know any kind of more oh for sure cinematic single player type action game like i'd play a tomb raider game on a streaming or um, you know, it, I I could play FIFA streaming if if there's a little bit of latency, um, that's not going to affect me too much. Uh, Flight Simulator, um, if it's able to run on whatever hardware they've got uh, for for their X Cloud servers, you know, you you could play stuff like that. Fall Guys, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, there is um, things, yeah. But there's like Halo Master Chief Collection through my cell phone, like just through cell 4G. Um, while we were on a family vacation, I hooked my Xbox controller up to my phone, played Halo. Like it worked really well. Like it's what's hmm. absurd about it is that it does work really well now. Uh, and that that was on 4G. That was on 4G. Wow. Yeah, 
like the video quality wasn't very great because it was 4G, but like the latency was it was it was acceptable. It was acceptable. Like I wouldn't say it was perfect, but like it was acceptable. It's something you can get used to in the long run, but it's like no, for me, like home console PC is always gonna rank king, but like having that option where I'm just out somewhere like doing something like you know what i kind of want to just zone out and play a game right now yeah like, that's cool like that's what the switch does like that's why i love the switch but yeah the the other issue is um that i that you may not as americans may not realize is that a lot of the features in the xbox don't come here to other countries don't leave america mm. like i had, a, I had an xbox one and i've got all these plugs that i can plug in digital tv and, and whatnot it doesn't work here like it's uh, it's it's pointless. Like these are extra holes they, in my car. They don't work here no, either. If that makes you feel better, Xbox abandoned, Xbox <laughs> abandoned all their okay. TV stuff like a year after the console launch. Not even the day the console launched. And, and even even, even some of the stuff um, that was planned never even came out. Never came out. Yeah, Alex, man, thanks I'm, for that. Raid. Kind of sad about that, man. Like there was some really cool things planned for Xbox One, but the backlash like just destroyed it. And then yeah. here we are, seven years later, in a world that wants all that stuff now, anyway. Yeah, we yeah. It, it, well, everyone was upset that it was always online, but now everyone's playing games Everything that are always, always online. online. <laughs> uh, everyone's just playing battle royales, and it's like, oh why do you care God. if you're? If your Fortnite box is always online, because you're you're not playing we don't, offline, we don't want a camera always online. We don't want a microphone always online. You own a freaking like Google Alexa now or yeah, something, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, <sure. laughs> um, yep. But yeah, there are issues. But again, the, the streaming. The, but also, what I was getting at is these streaming services don't necessarily work as well outside the US. Yeah, it, it's, there is, it's not it's just all, speed of internet, it's, it's distance. Yep, it's where yeah. the servers data are. Centers, where the data centers will be. Yep. And so, yeah, it maybe a bit selfish of me. There's only 5 million of us here in New Zealand, but we suffer because we've got an ocean to, to, to bridge. Yeah, no, that's a and so, thing. Yeah. And so they, the, the streaming services just aren't in my wheelhouse. I'm just not interested in them at all. Uh, it's yeah. If it works for people, great. But... I just don't want to see yeah. that become the only thing because I think it could take away from what gaming can be, which is yeah. variety. <laughs> yeah. I, I want variety. I, I think we're a long ways off from that. Uh, Cause there's still a lot player. of people that want to make money off of selling, you know, super high end PC hardware and monitors yeah. and, you know, uh, all, <laughs> like I, I'm not going to go from my, 34 inch uh ultra wide monitor to to playing games on my phone because no. i can i can stream it through x cloud um no nope. but if i don't have my gaming pc you know i'm not taking that with me when i travel and if i can you know jump on and and play some fifa on my phone while i'm out uh you know that that's a cool alternative for sure you see that's oh, yeah. the other makes me excited is that you can stream your home console too like you don't have to be limited to the games just in their service you can do their home you can stream from your home console but again it's all going to be on distance from your setup like uh, it's so latency dependent and like that is really going to be the kicker is if they can get these data centers into more countries like i think they've announced like 17 so far so i think the nearest for vader is going to be like australia 
And I yeah. don't know how that would affect things for that side. Astra- of the but- funny enough, Australian internet's terrible, way worse than than what we have here in New Zealand. So that's probably um, <laughs> But I don't know what it's like between the two countries. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's it's just it's just curious. Like you can see where the market's heading in a lot of regards, and it's gonna be curious to see who accepts it, who fights against it, like and how it just kinda <laughs> ends up. <laughs> yeah. But that's the interesting thing. Like, what happened like seven years ago since these consoles came out, the four and the, the PS4 and the one? Mm-hmm. First player, uh, one player, single player games were dead. No one wants to play single player campaign games. Right. Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> We've had yeah. some of the best games of this generation are all single player adventure <laughs> games. Um, and, it, it, and, but everyone in the games media, that's probably you as well, Ice. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, we're ta- saying that single-player campaign games are dead. Nah, well, I never thought they, they, uh, they're they popular and they are reviewed well, but they don't make the most money. No. Oh, and so, no, but once they're done for a lot of people. So they're, the thing they're, they're system sellers, which is why uh, you know pe- people want to play those and they play them once or twice. And they they get people to buy a PlayStation to play, you know, Uncharted or Last of Us or Horizon or uh, Bloodborne. Um, and they're popular games. They're a great experience. But th- you're not logging in every day to see what the new item is in the store and if you want to spend yeah. money on it or, or, you know, logging in to play with your friends all the time. And that's yeah, what all I the big that. publishers are pushing. Because... It, games as a service that's how they yeah, but get no. that's how they get into no. your wallet that, well that's that's not what i'm talking about that's predatory behavior that we don't like I, I, uh, i'm, I'm, not, saying, I'm that... not saying that's good <laughs> i'm saying that's how it is and businesses exist to make money that's what their job oh, sure. is and uh and that that's where you come unstuck is games as a as a service games as a money maker and games as an art form uh, yeah, there are different people there who came into the industry and different for different reasons. Man, there can be a balance between both. Though. That's the whole thing about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. The, social, the social aspect of gaming has always been the most important part of gaming to me, and that's honestly why I don't get too into PlayStation these days anymore. Because it's like growing up playing GoldenEye, Mario Kart, Mario Party, like always having people on the couch. Um, moving on to GameCube, uh, original Xbox, four-player Dreamcast, even four-player split-screen, four-player yeah. online multiplayer. Like, like this social aspect of it is just so ingrained. And it's like I love single-player games. Don't get me wrong. Like, give me Tomb Raider, give me Ace Combat, give me Uncharted, give me give me these single-player games. But like for me, the biggest memories of games have always come from the multiplayer side, being able to do split screen being able to have multiple people in the same lobby that's why i do love fall guys too like just squat up on that and yeah. go to town like like that's a big part of it and so like playstation yeah. has never offered that to me in a meaningful way after ps1 and ps2 like psn was always so rotten for me it was free and i avoided it on ps3 like i refused to get it on ps4 like I just I can't do it. Yeah, it's it's where you start as well. Like you, a lot of the games you named were Nintendo games and stuff like that. So that's where you, you people there is a 
we stick with what we know <laughs> and you, you get comfortable with what you know, but oh, there is I'm that, but what my friend, I am all over the place. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but the point I was trying to make was that about the streaming people will say that that may come, but there are, there is, it's not always true. What we see is, is coming. Like, as I say, there were big, Heads of studios saying that first player, one player, single player campaign games were dead. That that's not the mm-hmm. way of the future. It's multiplayer, yeah. and that proved to be wrong. I, um, all all gaming was supposed to be VR by now. Like <laughs> like <laughs> exactly a, a, a few years ago, it was uh, everything was you know what God. what are the new VR games coming out? This is gonna you know gaming is gonna go VR, and we'll all just be in Ready Player One with our headsets and living in our virtual worlds and and i I have a vr headset and uh i had fun with half-life alex and haven't picked (laughs) haven't haven't used it since um that's like the only game that's come out for vr that has actually been worth vr they're all just tech demos still right and and they're really cool it's not good it's a it's a fun experience and it's you know fun to uh jump in for half an hour a couple times a year but i don't think i don't think that justifies the cost um i you know i i don't think i've gotten my money's worth for my oculus rift um but it yeah it's uh that that's where the industry was supposed to be going and um yeah (laughs) you're you're right it doesn't always go where the analysts say it's it's gonna go it does not man vr though like it has so much potential but the technology just it's almost there but it's just not quite there yet yeah um i think we we aren't quite there in terms of the gpu power um i i think we need the, some of the new headsets coming out um there's the new hp one uh um, oh, that's, right. that's like uh much higher resolution um which ghost is probably the only one i know that can actually power that with his pc because <laughs> you you almost need a a dual 2080 ti setup to be able to power, power one of those headsets you get the new 3090 <laughs> um but yeah the, like yeah. i i think you know that that um screen door effect where you can see the individual pixels that's definitely an immersion breaker um and the the biggest one for me is the cable um mm-hmm. if if you're tripping over the cable or even just you know feeling it like wrap around you as you're turning around uh that's a big immersion breaker and if they can you know get a practical way to have a headset with low enough latency um I think that would help out a lot. Uh, but also just like the fact that you need a, at least a $1,500 PC setup to be able to power one of these things for the, the up the line games, it's a really big barrier to entry. So, Oh yeah. I think that's why PSVR did so successful is because you only yeah. needed a $100 PlayStation, $200 headset and you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. Yeah, and you got them on special quite quickly as well. Um, you mentioned that you haven't got your money's worth. I probably have from my PlayStation VR. 
Yeah, I totally have um, for my PSVR. I bought it on a just, whim to play Ace Combat. And yeah, nice. Uh, Duracene is probably the best VR game I've ever played, the From Software game. But again, you're right. It didn't necessarily need to be VR. It was a cool game. Yeah. And the VR kind of added a, a cool element to it, but it didn't, yeah. it didn't have to be VR. That's, that's, how I feel about, right. that's how I feel about Super Hot. That game, oh, that, that game's really fun in VR. Um, it's so fun in VR. And I, I'm sure it's fun, the, the regular PC game. Yeah. But, it's not. Um, it's not? <laughs> it's not. I think I, for some I people it would it. be, but I, I tried well, it thinking I'd like it. New, but I just They're doing the new Super it. Hot game. Uh, oh, it's right. not it's not VR, only the regular. I thought it had VR support, does it not? Maybe it will. I well, I know well, it's the, the I know you get it for free if you own Super Hot, but not if you own uh, Super Hot okay. VR. So okay. I I assumed the new one wasn't going to have VR support, but maybe it will. Cuz some side thing in the future. Correct me if I'm wrong. Superhot was the first person game first, and then they yes. added the Superhot VR. And yeah. and I think there are some significant differences between the oh, two. Oh, very, games. very different. They play so, completely different. Very different game. Um, yeah, same concept about time bending, but yeah, but played very different. Um, where we we went way off the rails in terms of topics. We- we we did. Uh, there's a Suicide Squad and Gotham Knight game. We don't know very much about them. <laughs> they exist. You can go look up YouTube videos. Any thoughts on those you guys want to share? What happened to Court of Owls? What? Uh, just the like they were talking about how they were making Batman Court of Owls. Now it's Gotham Knights. Or oh, something. I, I don't know. I haven't looked too into it. Yeah. The the interesting thing is there the new Batman game is not being done by Rocksteady. They're doing the Suicide Squad game. Um and it seems like both will have kind of multiplayer focus, which is kind of interesting. That can uh, go either way. Yeah. DC haven't done anything good in ages, I'm just not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh though the the new Batman trailer does look actually okay. It does. Yeah, I hope it's good. It's, I'll I'll wait till it comes out, see if it runs on PC. Yeah, that's. I think that's the most important thing to remember these days. People are so quick to judge things and before they even try them, and it's. If, like, uh, you got to give yeah. it a shot. Wait. You can't just unabashedly bash something if you've never tried it. Yeah, wait, wait for it to come out. Watch some reviews. Watch some uh, Twitch streams or. YouTube uh, Let's Plays, get an idea for what the game is actually like. Yeah. Then rubbish it. <laughs> yeah. Then, then, <laughs> then pile on. And say pile, you on, can... pile on your favorite YouTuber's criticisms of the game and use it as your own opinion because you didn't play it yourself. <laughs> exactly. Now we're talking. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Cool. Uh, well, we are, this was a long podcast. We didn't have ghost here to tell Vader to (laughs) cut down on his rants. And we, we had someone to, to talk back to Vader and counter him. I, I, I I silenced Vader most of this podcast. I feel. Oh, I I don't know (laughs) if that's fair. 
I, I overtalked him. <laughs> no, it, it's it's good. It's good. We need <laughs> we need someone to, uh, you know, come Fire. back, <laughs> come back and say, hey, maybe not everything Xbox is garbage all the time. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't buy into the bandwagon honestly. Like I I just want I good games. Work. I have to work with so many different things, you know, like I, I do a lot of retro. I do PS4, I do Xbox one, I do PC, like, I'm I do everything, but at, like, I don't see a point in bashing. It's like, if, you, if there's an experience to be had there, it's an experience to be had. Like, it's like yeah. PC master racing people. Like, what's the point? Good job. You oh, spent no, exactly. $100 <laughs> on a PC. Whereas these people spent $200 on a console. Congrats. Of course you got better frame rates. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I have a really expensive PC setup and I play Fall Guys and FIFA. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I have I have my Ryzen 9 3900X PC down here, you know? I've got a yeah. 1080 in it. Like, it yeah. blows the crap out of PS4 Pro, Xbox One, but I'll still play console every day of the week over it just because I prefer controller over mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Well, see, my, my experience with Xbox is firsthand. Like, I, I bought into it, and I tried, yeah. and it just I was constantly let down by get them canceling games. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't stand using the thing. Like, I just oh, I had no. to get rid of it. That's and it is because it's what I, pref- what I prefer. Um, yeah. But... No, there's... Yeah, there is also a very heavily influenced America Xbox thing, I believe. <laughs> It well, seems to be a, a lot more adopted in America than it is elsewhere in the world. Oh, absolutely. The biggest markets for Xbox are the US, the UK, and Australia. Like those are Xbox's only three real legitimate markets and it's always been that way. That's what's absurd mm-hmm. about the whole uh, 360 versus PS3 era is that Microsoft was only big really in those three markets and they were still able to compete that well against Sony with the PS3. And like, yeah, even and, it's and like, by, by, they even yeah, out by the end of the generation. They did. They the totally did. Yeah. yeah, they did. But that's what's crazy. Microsoft was only big in three regions and it took the entire generation for Sony to catch up. Like, that's nuts. And even this gen, people talk about how the PS4 outsells the Xbox One two to one. It's like, yeah, because Microsoft's big in three regions. Like, when you actually take it into that perspective, it's actually impressive that the Xbox One is sold anywhere near as many as it has. Yeah. To be fair, those are the, probably the biggest regions, but <laughs> uh, other regions are getting bigger as well. Yeah, like, I just mean like like historically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. I yeah, I mean, some some really big ones that I think Microsoft is trying to capture with their new strategy is uh, places like China and Korea, yep. where PC gaming yeah. is king, and yep. if they can, the consoles if they can get that. Uh, yeah. if they can tap into that market with game pass or, you know, selling some of their, their games on PC, that huge win. Yeah. Like I said, it goes back into that. You weren't going to buy an Xbox anyway, but now you're going to buy our game. So yeah, but yeah. Um, all right. Any, uh, any plugs, anything you guys want to, feature before we uh call it a day on the podcast just another mention to that uh wukong uh it's called black myth uh wukong and it's black based on the myth. Chinese West. 
Um, it's a Chinese studio. There's a IGN had an article about it. I'm sure if you Google it, you'll get the trailer. It's, it's 30 minutes it's of gameplay. The, uh, and it looks awesome. It's the Sonic ripoff, right? With the emeralds. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> no, when when you were streaming and talking about it, you were talking about how Dragon Ball Z is based off it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's based off Sonic with the oh that's right the emeralds and <laughs> the go Goku go um Sonic Super Saiyan. Or Super Sonic going yellow. Yeah, right. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Sonic copied. Um, oh, nice. Man. Super Sonic was always hilarious to me. Yeah. Uh, trying to think if there's any plug. Not really. Go check out Ice Strike on YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> Thank you. And and go watch uh, Ghost playing Fall Guys and his review uh, <laughs> of Fall Guys on the LDS Gamers YouTube channel. I will watch that again any day. Oops. And there's going to be more of those coming out. So look forward to those. Um, cool. Well, thanks for hanging um, out, everybody. Uh, Vader and Ice Strike, thank you for joining on the podcast. No problem. Um, <laughs> anytime. And, yeah. So long. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.